Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness. It can be a delicate thing to talk about things like money and stewardship, things which by their very nature can arouse deep and sometimes conflicted feelings within each of us. The most basic biblical text that tells us anything about what it means to be a steward is actually in the first chapter of Genesis, where it says, we have been made in the image of God male and female. We are made in God's image. Christian theologians call this in Latin, imago Dei, the image of God. So the basic question for all of us is, just what is God's image? What does that tell us about ourselves? We should also ask ourselves what we're supposed to do now that we know we are made in God's image. How does that impact what we do and how we behave? If you've been around church for five minutes or so, or for that matter, if you've ever seen a professional wrestling match on TV, you're probably familiar with that Bible verse, John 3.16. It's often the go-to verse about Jesus, God, and God's relationship with the world. I bet we can all probably recite it in our sleep. God so loved the world that God gave us his only son. Of course, it's not the whole verse, but it's the part that tells us what we want to know this morning, which is that God loves and God gives. This is the essence of God's image. And this makes us, by extension, the people who are called to love, and who are called to give. Of course, what God gave was much more than 10%. It was much more than a tithe. God gives everything. His son. His life. And in Jesus, he calls us to a life of loving and a life of giving. And thankfully, as we have heard these past two Sundays, God stands ready to forgive us when we fall short of living fully into God's image. I'm sure we're all aware that a tithe or a tenth is the historical standard of giving when it comes to financial stewardship in the Christian church. But we also know that the tithe is only one of the ways that God asks us to give. God in Christ repeatedly asks us to give all that we are and all that we have to the spread of the kingdom of God on earth. And thankfully, God gives us examples of that imago Dei in real life, that image of God to help keep us on track. Take today's gospel about the father who asks his two sons to help with some yard work. Now, anyone who has children knows what it's like to get everyone out into the yard to work at once. I'm the baby in my family, so I know how that goes pretty well. Someone will say, sure, Dad, I'll help. 
I will sit there playing a video game or reading a book. Another might say, no way, but then they eventually come around and help out in the end. Eventually, everyone has the opportunity to pitch in and do something, but it can take time, patience, and maybe even a little bit of persuasion on the part of the head of the household to make that happen. The parable we hear this morning calls us to see how much God needs us to respond when and where God does call us. We live in a world right now that is starving for the love of God. Today, we're faced with issues and situations that are nothing like any of us have ever seen. We live in a world of political and social unrest and injustice. And it may sound like the same old story, but the rich keep getting richer and the poor keep getting poorer. It almost seems like now would be a really good time for Jesus to show up and set things right and establish God's kingdom once and for all. But until then, brothers and sisters, we are that body of Christ on earth. We are God's eyes, ears, and hands. And we are the people who are called by God to love and to give. And what's more, we're called to be proud and joyful as we do so, giving and loving freely without reluctance and without compulsion. That's exactly what it's the heart of Paul's epistle to the Philippians, with which I began. Although Jesus was in the form of image, that is, in God's image, he did not count equality with God as a thing to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave. This actually may be one of the preeminent stewardship verses in the whole Bible. Some translations say Jesus did not count equality with God as a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself. I kind of like that imagery because it's so powerful and it's so true. Grasping onto anything takes a lot of energy. Grasping onto our stuff can take an enormous amount of continued effort just try to browse Amazon without buying something. <laughs> or try clenching your fist in a grasping way and holding it like that. You'll get tired. And once you have stopped, you'll have little energy in that hand with anything enough to do anything else. Jesus, on the other hand, as St. Paul writes, lets go. He loosens his grip. He empties himself. He pours himself out, taking the form of a servant. It's much easier, Jesus shows, to let go, to open our hands, and to empty ourselves. In Israel, there's an interesting example of what this is all about. It turns out that the Sea of Galilee is full of fish and full of life because it takes water in at one end and lets it go in the other emptying into the River Jordan. The Dead Sea, on the other hand, has no life in it at all, because it takes water in, but it doesn't give any water away. It's stagnant. 
and its water is actually toxic to life and to growth. Jesus shows us how to stop grasping and enter into that life-giving and life-sustaining, emptying role of the servant. In that other familiar parable about the two brothers, the story of the prodigal son, who is the one person in that parable who most embodies how we are called to be? You may recall that when the father welcomes his wayward son home, he calls his servant and orders the servant to bring his best ring, his best robe, and all the best food they can have a huge feast in celebration of that son's return. Now the one thing I see in this particular scene is that that servant has free access to all the best that the father has. That servant is entrusted with the keys to the safe and the family jewels, and the keys to the wine vault, and the keys to the meat locker. That servant has access to literally everything that belongs to the father and to that household. And that steward, that servant is the steward of all that is best in that family's house. That is, in truth, who we are. Just think about what God entrusts to our care. Just look around you this morning. Look at this beautiful church building and all the special things that make it what it is. Look at the hundreds of pounds of food that are distributed each month from our parish to those in our community who would otherwise go hungry. Look at the free clinic next door that provides cost-free health and peace of mind to those who would otherwise be unable to afford care for themselves. Look at the children in our church who are, even in the middle of a pandemic, hearing stories about God's love for them through godly play. All of these people who are touched by this amazing branch of the Jesus movement, all of them, young and old alike, are all children of God. And each one has been entrusted to your care. You've all promised to do all in our power to support them and their life in Christ. Sound familiar? God trusts us to do that. And just look around at each other here this morning. Some of you may be on the vestry, some in the choir, some in the altar guild or flower guild or other ministries and programs we support. We're all stewards of the best God has to offer. And of course, God entrusts us to be stewards of the gospel, the good news. We're representatives, ambassadors for Christ in the world. We are those people called to love and give and be stewards of the gospel now, today, not later or when we get around to it. This is the good news that can't wait to be shared. God wants us to experience the joy and the excitement of being stewards of the gospel and stewards of all that God has given us. And one of God's greatest gifts to us is providing us with the opportunity to be, learn to be loving and to give to people. 
Tithing is just one gift from God that can keep us on that path. We are called by God to claim our image, our Imago Dei. We are to become the loving and giving stewards God calls us to be, not grasping our godliness and holding it tight to ourselves, but emptying ourselves with all that we are, with all that we have, for the life of God's kingdom. Our continuing lives as stewards of God's word will help us claim the image of God as our own. For it is through our lives and what we do with all that is entrusted to us that the world will come to know the love of Jesus Christ. And it is through this unbiased and eternal love that the world is even now being reconciled to God.